yeah. the Hills internet. But you don't have I'll, to. I'll turn mine off too because I don't really want to just look at my face. That's weird. <laughs> Good. All right. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to look at your face. Well, now you can see my sexy leg there instead. Oh, yeah, good. Good leg. Good leg. Good legs are interesting. Oh, So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. You may have seen her dancing on the Instagram or making green smoothies or working with her husband or grooving with her kiddos. In fact, you may be on Instagram because of her. You might have joined her massive and incredible free Facebook community or signed up to her paid one. Hey, I'm in there too. In which case, she's probably encouraged you to do some social media visibility things you weren't sure you'd ever actually do. Don't worry, you're not alone. And they worked, right? Your e-commerce store might have more sales and better conversions because of what you've learned from her. She may have gently nudged you towards rethinking your perspective, reassured you about your positioning or emboldened you to ask for help and then act on that advice. Today, I am getting so crisp with Instagram royalty, Tracy Harris, or as you may know her, the Mums with Hustle absolute boss. And you may think you know her because when someone is on our phones in their full glory, multiple times daily, we can feel like we know someone pretty well. Social media does that for us. It connects us to people in a really deep way, people who we've never met, who we may never get to squeeze in person. And suddenly we're having deep conversations or, in my case, singing snippets of musical theatre songs and sending them over IG message. Today we're getting to know the powerhouse that is Tracy Harris a little better. And I wanted to ask Tracy about influence what it is, why Instagram is her platform, how it works, and what it means for women like her, and to ask her to let us a little bit behind the scenes of her ridiculously successful dominion to peek behind what makes it and her tick. Massive welcome to you, my friend. How are you? Oh my goodness, Jay, Crisp, I'm doing really well. And I feel like I could speak sing because that's a thing that you and I do in the DMs. <laughs> but I have never had such a fun intro to anything ever. So thank you. Oh, you're so welcome. That's um that's kind of my gig. I know. <laughs> my gig never ceased to amaze me. Oh, that's it's really awesome. Nice. Thank you. Well, we're, let's start with the with the basic stuff. Like, can you tell us a little bit about how your business started and why it started on Instagram? Oh, wow. Okay. Well, there's there's why I started on Instagram, yeah. and then there's why I started on Instagram. Yeah. Good. I want which, both of those answers, please. Okay. Cool. Let's do that. <laughs> um, okay. So, firstly, the marketing answer the marketing brain in me started on Instagram because I could just see that it was the next up and coming social media platform. Uh, Facebook had kind of already exploded. Business owners and marketers were getting on there. There was Facebook live. There was now a Facebook algorithm. And so that was really humming along. But then there was like the new kid on the block, which was Instagram. And I was a very new mum at the time. My sister actually took my phone, signed me up for a personal Instagram account and said, here, do this while you're sitting on the couch breastfeeding every five seconds. (laughs) 
Uh, this place is really entertaining and there's heaps of cool um, kind of independent labels that you may like to follow, particularly for your super cute little baby boy Yeah, um, and lots of nursery inspo and all of that stuff. So, okay. you know, within a, a couple of months of being on Instagram, I just started to say like, oh, hang on a second. There are some really cool labels. Like it is very quickly becoming an online marketplace. And I loved discovering new brands. I love purchasing things and having people go, oh, where'd you get that from? <laughs> and then you go, well, actually it's an online store. You can't really, like it's not down at your local shopping mall or you can't get it at your local markets. Um, and so I really loved that type of indie culture that was happening on Instagram. Yeah. So yes, I could see the potential there uh, from being a, a marketer or starting a business and having Instagram as a platform. Then there's the other answer, which is the subconscious reason for me jumping on Instagram. And that is because I still wanted to hide my family, my friends, my ex-colleagues. They were all on Facebook. So No, Instagram, I never heard this part of I, your story. No one has ever asked. And I don't know what you're going to ask me on this podcast, Jay, <laughs> so you're just going to get all sorts of truths that I've probably never shared you wanted to hide and now you do what you do that's amazing yeah I I just I didn't want to come out and say that I was going to have a business or I was starting a thing in front of my nearest and dearest yeah in case it failed or in case I didn't see it through because maybe I was going to start something and then I really didn't like it or it ended up not being my thing um, I don't know. I just had my attention on all of the reasons why it may not work. Right. And so it was easier for me to experiment in a, on a playground where I just felt like I wasn't as visible to yeah. the people that I knew in my everyday life. Wowzers. Well, you're not hiding anymore. I know. No, <laughs> definitely not. So were you looking, like you were a teacher before um, you started Mums with Hustle. Um, were you looking for an out? Is that why you were, besides shopping for adorable baby stuff, were you, were you already thinking like what are the other options and where could I, where could I shift my, you know, career choices to? No, not really. But then I look back and I see all of these really amazing opportunities that uh, I'm a woman of faith. So I say God, other people can insert universe or spirit or any other mm -hmm. word that they want to place there. But all of these wonderful opportunities that God had kind of afforded me along the way. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, they were little breadcrumbs and I was just not noticing. Um, <laughs> So I was very happy being a teacher um, and being an executive teacher. I was so happy that at such a young age and only five years into my career, I had landed like my dream role um, as a religious education coordinator, mind you. So that had like a lovely teaching element, but it also had a leadership element for mm -hmm. the faith formation of the staff, the parent community, and also the parish because it was a, a Catholic school. Mm -hmm. And so that was like a dream position for me. The tricky thing was 
that I was 27 years old when I got that role, Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is fairly unheard of or actually unheard of. (laughs) And then I was 29 when I fell pregnant with my um, first son. And so that presented a challenge in the workplace, I believe, uh, at that time anyway, and hopefully it's no longer a challenge. Um, But being so young and becoming a mum and then me requesting for a uh, flexible work arrangement in that leadership role, Mm -hmm. it didn't really go down well. Right. And um, it was the first time that anyone had ever like job shared because of maternity leave in that role. Most people were kind of uh, done with that season of their lives by the time they had this role. Yeah. So, you know, I look back and I'm like, oh, well, it's probably new for them to navigate this as well. Um, nevertheless, it caused a lot of stress and anxiety for me. And ultimately it came down to me actually having to decide, like, do I keep this role or do I, um, yeah, do I be the type of mum that I truly wanted to be? Okay. And that would mean stepping back from the role um, because it wasn't flexible. So I chose to step back and, um, yeah, thrust me into a whole new world of possibility, Mm -hmm. which I'm really, really grateful for now. It hurt immensely at the time because I didn't feel like I chose to leave as such. Right. Um, but yeah, very, I always knew that I wanted to be a working mum. So that's why it stung so much. I just knew I loved work. I loved learning. I loved leading. I loved serving. I felt really called to do that work. So it just, yeah, it really sucked. But (laughs) I just forged my own path, I guess. And, And that's what Mums with Hustle is all about at its core. It's about community and being a place for mothers to say, yes, I work or I'm my own boss and I can be a mom and have an incredibly wildly beautiful, successful, abundant business unapologetically. Um, and so that is first and foremost, you know, the whole thing behind it. Yeah. We don't have to choose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Good. Thank you. <laughs> so when you started, then when you, when you launched into this new um, spot, where where you kind of made friends with Instagram and you were just going to start quietly on Instagram. What was the timeline? Because now you have, you know, multiple communities, paid offers, programs, courses, podcast. What came first and why did you decide to do it that way? Yeah. Okay. Well, I started my podcast and uh, I started building this community or this audience on Instagram at about the same time as each other because I knew that I needed a traffic source. Like I needed listeners for the podcast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, So that is the role of Instagram and still very much is. It's like right at the top of my marketing funnel, (laughs) if I have to use jargon. But, you know, it's where a lot of people come into my world and they meet me there for the first time. And then from there, they usually mosey on over and check out the podcast. And so, you know, I, I launched both at the same time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and then how has this, so how many years ago was that? That was just over five years ago. Woo-hoo! So um, how has, how has it changed for you in that time? How has your business changed for you? And then how also has Instagram changed? How has that evolved along with what you're doing? 
Oh my goodness. Well, my business has changed like <laughs> crazy, but so have I. I have, yeah. Yeah. I've done a lot of growing and a lot of healing and um, I've become really like so much more clear and convicted to my values. And then the ripple effect of that is now having greater boundaries. Um, and like the business is just a reflection of who I am being at any point in time. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, it's the same for all of us, you yeah. know? So it's, it's really exciting. Uh, when I started, it was just me. My son was about oh, eight months old and I'm taking you like right back to the beginning where I didn't even formally have the business name. I just had a bunch of post-it notes on the living room <laughs> wall, trying to brainstorm my zone of genius, you know, and my zone of joy. So the things that I loved doing, uh, say in my teaching career and the things that people uh, in my former workplace and in my everyday life would come to me for, mm -hmm. like, who was I the go-to for? And it was always to do with interpersonal relationships, um, leadership, anything socializing. So putting events together, um, making people feel seen and appreciated. It was all of those types of qualities. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, that's where, that's where I thrive. That's what I love doing. Um, so it just kind of started, it just, it really just started there with my zones of joy and genius. And, you know, what happened after that, after just building the online community, uh, for about six months, people started becoming a little bit more engaged in my audience and also vocal and, you know, they'd send me messages or emails and they would ask me, you know, to like, when would, when will you come out with an Instagram course? <laughs> and I was like, what, really? Is that what you want? Cause I had no product. I had nothing. It was mm. literally just, I'm just going to build a community first and then just that one thing will lead to the, to the next thing. I just, you know, you have to just sometimes take the first step and then the mm -hmm. next step gets revealed. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. And soon enough, yeah, more and more people were asking that like, you're doing really well on Instagram or you started at the same time as me on Instagram, but you've got an audience like triple the size, or you've got more people engaging. Can you teach me how to do that? So out of that, was born my first course and that took me about six months to to write and create um because i had this tiny little baby and then i was pregnant with my second as well and my my husband is now uh part of the business with me uh we're doing this side by side which is our dream i know other people cringe but we love that uh, <laughs> <laughs> but at that point in time, Jay, he was working. It would take him two hours door to door each way uh, to get to work. Um, and so, yeah, it would take, it took me about six months to write this course in nap times. And so that's when I very quickly, I was like, I have to outsource something. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I need, I need a little bit of help. <laughs> so uh, being completely self-funded and just on the one income, I was just like, hey, husband, I really need someone to help me with my email inbox. Like, can I just get like, I don't know, 
I, I think that I just want to buy like five hours a month or something. If someone right. could help me just, if someone could help me one hour a week, just with some email stuff in that one hour, I'm going to write my course. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, over six months of just doing that, like one hour of help a week, um, I, my first course was born. Um, yeah. And yeah, so and when, I launched that to my Instagram audience. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, of course, perfect. That makes perfect sense. When did that transition happen where you were able to say to your husband, um, Carl, like, quit your job, no more travel, stay home and build this thing with me? What was that moment like? That was really cool. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> that came way sooner than we ever anticipated right. because – I think when I started this thing, like that was ultimately the dream and Mm. us, like there would just be nothing better, but at the same time, we couldn't really ever imagine it. So, but it was just something that we always held on to that vision. Yeah. And then only two years in from me starting, like we just had some real conversations together and he was like, we're both very much uh, live your life by your values type of people mm-hmm. and we just think money comes and goes but time is your most precious commodity. Yeah. So we didn't bring him into the business because, you know, we were like making millions. It was a multiple six-figure salary pay cut for our family, for our okay. household to do that. But he wanted to. And he was like, these are like the most formative years of our two boys and I want to be around. He's like, why Why does society say only mothers have to be around for these years? He's like, I want to be around for these years. Um, and so we just decided that if it meant we had to eat two-minute noodles for, a, you know, a decent chunk of time, then we would be okay with that. Yeah, make it and work. Fortunately, that never happened. It actually <laughs> thrust us into really backing ourselves um, and taking playing a bigger game, uh, mm. bigger risks. Both of us joined a mastermind that took our bank account down to like zero. <laughs> um, I know that. And yeah, know that, that was super scary. Yeah. yeah, but we've never looked back since. I, I do think there's life. something in being hungry. And, and I, I, I say that from definitely from a perspective of privilege where, you know, myself and my children have never been hungry. But when you are down to the last 20 cents in your bank account, there is a definite um, push to make certain things work and to be creative and to come up with other solutions and to think, no, I, am, I'm, I can't put this up for another two weeks. I'm going to do this now. <laughs> I'm going to sort this out and make something happen. I think that yeah. there's a... Definite magic. And I just really want to highlight that, like, it doesn't come easy. You feel uncomfortable all the time. You can feel uncomfortable and still keep moving forward. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and I really had in those early days, I really had to look at my own relationship and understanding of the concept of time because I very much had my old mindset try to pipe up, be that loud, mean girl and say, well, how are you going to succeed? You can only work on your business for two hours a day. Like, Mm -hmm. or like, what's the point of trying? Like there are people over there that can spend eight hours a day on growing their businesses and you're over here, like, you know, 
yeah. growing a human and another one on your lap and like you've got no investors and you've got like nothing, no cash flow. And, um, and again, you're building your business in like 20 minute nap times. Yeah. Like you're less, you're just less legitimate than other people. Yeah. And I was like, no, I very, I very quickly had to shush her up because yeah, we have to be careful. Like everything is, is possible. It doesn't matter how much time you have or how little time you have. It's what you do with the time. So just becoming really intentional about what you're doing has just been huge for me. Awesome. So five years is, is quite a long time. Do you still love it? Because it seems like you do. I mean, I see you, you show up daily, as I said, multiple times a day, not just on Instagram, but you're in your free group, you're in your paid community. I know you have a mastermind, you've got the podcast. Like how do you manage to put that much human Tracy energy into people online every day? Where does that, where does that come from? And do you still like it? Yes. I love it so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like have to like, I have the biggest smile. I'm like actually just like touching my cheeks right now because they'll get sore. But, <laughs> but I genuinely do love it. And I get so lit up every single day when I just see more women standing firm with what they want for their lives and their families and just taking those small steps forward. And I very much still identify with being a teacher. I guess my students are adult learners and I just truly love it. Even this morning, Jay, um, while breakfast was happening, uh, I had my mentor uh, just on Zoom and I had my, my camera off and I was on mute. Uh, but but my mentor was, was teaching because I'm in a mastermind. And so it was a mastermind call today. And my son was like, Oh, that's your teacher, mom. He's like, you're a grown up, but you are still learning, aren't you? And I was like, yes, I am. I'm like, I love learning. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's just so nice, I think, for our children to even observe that, like, we are lifelong learners. And I think as long as I keep learning, I stay inspired. I want to hop online, share that with my community. And it's this whole big, awesome uh, cycle, really. So that just keeps me excited. That's awesome. Um, okay, so I want to ask you about influence <clears throat> because obviously when lots of, when I think about Instagram and lots of other people, we have a perception of Instagram that includes things like influencer marketing, which has for some e-commerce stores incredible um, impact and for a lot of other people there is um, a negative connotation to influencer marketing. And I kind of wanted to ask what it means to lead that kind of following where, I mean, you're not, you're, you're not, you don't have an official title of an influencer, but certainly you work in a platform where that's a huge part of how the platform runs. How do you lead that following through to being part of a community, which is a big element of your business structure? And do you think about how you use your influence on social media to not just make your business work, but I know that you, to promote your good things in the world and, and how, and, and Tracy Harris, just tell us how we harness that power too. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Um, okay, well, I know some people feel a little bit uncomfortable with the whole influencer marketing thing, um, but it is 
it's a new era that we live in and this digital era and gone are the days of only looking at what celebrities are using or wearing. It's like the everyday consumer now has even more power than that. So, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where the influencer has kind of come from. It's people want to shop where their friends are shopping. Um, And so influencers on Instagram are content creators that create content Mm -hmm. for uh, that highlights other brands basically and positions them in front of their audience um, if they believe that uh, the product is in alignment with what the audience needs and wants. Like I I think that's a sign of a good influencer, not just taking product or taking uh, payment to put something in front of their audience, but generally thinking about like, oh, well, these are my values. These are the things I stand for within myself as a personal brand. This is why this audience follows me. And so here is a brand or a product that meets a need for them. So I'll gladly share this with them. I think that is like, that's awesome. If you can find an influencer like that, like 100% don't hesitate working with them. Yeah. But we all have influence, whether we know it or not, or whether we like it or not. So for me, I'm, I don't do influencer marketing as an offer, as a way to work with me. So that means I don't at the moment, I'm, I never say never to things, but at the moment (laughs) I don't like, it's just not a revenue stream for me. It's not something where I want to place my attention. It's not where I feel called to serve at the moment. Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm still an influencer in the sense that I do have influence. You do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you do. And, and, and that's, it's a real, watching. that's right. And there's that real, there's such a difference, I think, between the perception that some people have about influencers and harnessing the power of influence on Instagram to mm-hmm. show people different ways of thinking or different ways of doing marketing or different ways of thinking about themselves or different ways of harnessing their personal brand. And I think that's what you do amazingly well. Thank you. Well, I honestly just, I just try to live by my values and I know that can sound super cheesy, um, but it's 100% true because sometimes, again, the mean girl will creep in my head and she'll throw out an idea of like, well, what if you just did a post that was a bit like this? And what she's suggesting is, um, you know, a post where maybe I share a bit of my victim mentality and it's a bit of a, uh, or maybe I glorify busy because I know that if I do that, a lot of people will connect with what I'm saying and then I'll probably get a flood of engagement. But I don't want to do that. I, that's not how I like to lead. And that's not how I like to use my influence because glorifying busy is not one of my values. I'm about freedom and lifestyle and impact and balanced success. So I like to lead by, you know, that example. And I truly believe that by showing up um, in, in that sense, showing the light, um, being, using my platform for good. Um, I, I attract a different sort of person yeah. and it's the type of person that I want to be around and the type of person that the kind of customer that I want to have. And I, I believe, and I'm so proud 
uh, th that's reflected in my communities, whether it's in my free group or in my paid programs, there's something magical about the women in there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, I hope that it's because of, you know, how I've attracted them into my world just by sharing more of the light rather than glorifying busy or, you know, the battler story. And I want women to stand up and own their light and their space and, and celebrate the journey, not just the results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So do you think that feeds it? What's the, what's the big impact that you would like to leave as the Harris legacy in the online space when you, when you go wherever you believe that you're going to go at the end of your time here, what do you, what would you hope that people would talk about you and your business and your brand and say? Oh, I just want everyone to feel so much better after having an interaction with me or with my brand um, or any of our products. I want people to know that their business really can be the vehicle for creating their dream life. But while you're building that, you have an obligation to help as many people as you can with what you have. And that means you, with your time and with your talent and also with your treasure, with your possessions. So if people can do that, I think the world would be pretty amazing. Too. <laughs> Let's do that. Let's do that. Do you want copywriting glory and an itty-bitty price tag? The Crisp Copy Class Self-Guided Course Option is a comprehensive copywriting course for women ready to write bank-making copy on a bootstrapping friendly budget. Over 30 hours of recordings, oodles of downloadable worksheets, tutorials and structural guides, everything from about pages to sales pages and all the copy in between, all with lifetime access. Wet your whistle at crispcopy.com.au and click the Courses tab or check it out in the show notes. Okay, so... Behind the green room door, we feel like we know you. Anybody that follows you really, as I said at the top of this show, really feels as if we have a good idea of who Tracy is and what she stands for. And partly that's because you are so open in sharing um, what you what you believe in and what you believe in about the women that, that surround you and that choose to work with you. But what do you wish that people knew about you that, that you know, maybe podcasters or interviewers or um, other people assume that they know or what questions do you wish that people would ask oh my goodness look at you asking the hot and spicy oh, questions oh, all the hard questions so not letting you get away easy <laughs> i know i really love it i appreciate it um i just sometimes think people must look at me and think that it's easy uh-huh you do you do make it look pretty um fun <laughs> it's fun. It, it is, is fun. fun. Yeah. Um, but I guess what I'm referring to is like it is hard to put yourself out there. It really is. Uh, you know, and I have my shy days or I have my days where I'm not feeling super confident or my less social days, and then I have my highly fun and flirtatious days, like all women, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just want people to know, like, when you see someone showing up online, um, 
Yeah, it's not about being an introvert or an extrovert that makes things possible or it's not like I'm shy so I can't do that or, you know, she she mustn't be shy at all and that's why she does that. And it's like, no, it, it is really hard and uncomfortable for anybody that's yeah. putting themselves out there so vulnerably as the face of their brand um, and you can do it too. So, you know, let's not label anyone. Let's not label ourselves. Um, let's just carry on like everything is possible. And uh, let's, I don't know, let's support one another in the process. Nice. Good. Well, Tracy Harris, mum, CEO, podcaster, Instagram expert, rule breaker, smoothie bowl lover, lifelong teacher, wife, natural born leader, people connector and unconventionalist. Thank you so much for getting so crisp with me. We- <laughs> That's your list. <laughs> what a list I'm like one complicated being I love it (laughs) awesome thank you for being here with us would you like to take us out with the may your day be so crisp (laughs) (laughs) laughing already (laughs) may your day be so what (laughs) wait wait what 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 so may your day be so crisp as crisp as insert your crispy thing here I can't even remember to say that oh well you can say say whatever you want you're Tracy Harris (laughs) may your day be so crisp as crisp as sexy times in the shower you said it (laughs) (laughs) there you go that's just what came to mind for me so i have to speak from the heart boom mic drop okay this has been so crisp my guest has been tracy harris she's the monarch of social media marketing mentor to women wrangler of the power of social media as part of a complete digital strategy tracy works with women through her free and paid communities programs mastermind and an enormously juicy range of courses and downloads you can find her at mums with hustle thank you tracy Oh, thank you, Jay. That was super fun, but also deep. You got me sweating. Oh, good. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Thank you so much. I hope um, people got something that they needed from that chat and always happy to connect with people over on Instagram. So come and say hi. You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now. I've listened to a lot of other podcasts with you and people always ask you about Instagram as a platform, like how does it work and how can we get the most out of it? And um, what do you think is working amazingly? And so there, there, you've, you've got all that content out there about, you know, the power of Instagram. Yeah. Didn't no, my audience that. is going, my audience is going to love listening to this um, because it's just different. Like I, I, and you're a brilliant interviewer and oh, you thanks. ask awesome questions. Oh, good. Oh, I'm really glad. I just think that you are, I think you're really fascinating. I th- I just think okay. you're really interesting because I do really feel like you're one of those people that we feel like we know and, and, but there's only ever, you know, you can, yeah, there's a certain level that you can get to when you just follow someone on Instagram and you don't actually communicate with them regularly where you can only know so much I so know. and I like know it a bit more. I think what you know 
and I, I pray that this comes through is like my soul's essence. Yeah. But then like, when you think about like the 3d life, I think people know that I like smoothies, that I do business with my husband. Yeah. We know that like, you know, you know the like, stuff. Maybe, like I have a cat, like there might be like just a handful of things that you actually know. Yeah. But Your kid has I great hair. People, yeah. I hope people can feel like my, my genuineness because I don't know. But like that's I part said, of the funnel, right? That, like that's the step, the, that broad kind of surface level step is just step one. Yes. When you get into the world of Tracy, I re- when I joined your paid group, I remember opening up your platform and, just, and I literally out loud went, whoa. Like yeah, I too much had, in there. No, but not, I like it because, you know, I'll, just, I'll eventually consume everything. Um, but like I had no idea. I thought I had you in a box in my brain and then I joined the paid community and I went far out. I was, I was scratching the surface. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you did have that down as a question in the brief, but then we didn't really talk about it. What's that? Um, something about like how does it feel to be known as the Instagram person, but then you actually yeah, well, I stuff. Yeah, I felt, well, I felt like I, you'd started to kind of ask it and I didn't want to make you, like, repeat yourself. Do you want to answer that question? No, no. I'm, oh. happy, like, I'm, happy to even, I'm happy to even chat to you about it now, like, if it was a genuine question. Yeah, well, I mean, sometimes um, I feel like it's these interviews are either therapy or strategy for Jay. So sometimes I feel a bit selfish about going, how do you make that work? Oh, no. <laughs> but, oh, but I think okay. it's interesting for other people. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's true. Like it's something that I, I've had many a hot seat about this uh, inside of my my mastermind that I'm part of, yeah. um, because there was a time where I was like, but I I can I also want to teach this and talk about this and this and this, um, but it has been really good just to lean into the the front end message of who people say I am like I'm totally happy for people just to think you know for the time being uh or to enter my world yeah with me being the Instagram person and then once they're in if they want to know about wider online marketing strategy and um yeah you know online offer creation and on community building and all of that fun stuff team building like I have you ever done the strength finders assessment? No. Oh, you should go Google if you have like, if you love that stuff. But like one of my strengths is being a maximizer, which means I just have the ability to look at someone's business or my own business and be able to go like, Ooh, that's converting at that. Right. Let's tweak that and go deep into that. And then like, yeah, like that's like my most favorite thing. That's what I love about the mastermind is I get to do that over all yeah. of these amazing businesses. Yeah. And we don't talk about Instagram in there at all, which is like. Yeah, really interesting, right? So, yeah. Yeah. No, I just find that part of your your brand so fascinating because you are synonymous with one platform. And then when you get in to the world of Tracy, there's this plethora of stuff that you know about that you can teach people about. And just even in the group where I've seen you answer questions or, um, or even when your ambassadors say, go and check this training out. And I'm like, well, she ha- she's got a training about that too. Like there is so, this world. Yeah. But under the like two and a half years of, of that. Membership. Oh, I bet. 
So you're seeing a lot, you know. Yeah. Um, I bet. Whereas, like those founding members when they came in, there was literally nothing. It's you every it's day. It's probably going, easier for them. Let's talk about it. <laughs> it's probably easier for them to yeah. come in, and there's nothing. So we're we're as we move into next year, we're looking to like almost Marie Kondo. Yes. The whole thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Been going um, for a while now. Yeah, I've, I'm finding that after. For like next year will be the fifth round of that crystal copy class. And I just think some of those things can go. Yeah. Some of those things need to be archived. Yes, I think so. And I've kind of started to half do it where I've put them in separate spots and I've just gone, yeah, you can go and watch those old ones if you want. But there's some of them that are just, yeah, ready to be retired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's easy to overwhelm people. And so I'm just like, oh, mm. just because I can help you with this doesn't mean it has to be in there like yeah today yeah <laughs> doesn't mean we have to sort it out today no no <laughs> and it's hard because you know like with the the society sometimes people when people do cotton on to the fact that i can actually contribute and help them in a variety of ways then they'll start to like ask for different things mm-hmm. um i had some people reach out and go your online mastermind retreat looked so good and so next level could you teach in sms about hosting a virtual retreat like that and i just said no because the social (laughs) method society is about turning instagram followers into customers and inside of the mastermind yeah then you can ask me those kinds of questions (laughs) yeah no i get that that's that makes perfect sense oh oh yeah Totally get that. Yeah. Yeah. But you just have to tell people, right? Because it's, because I think if you're like me, what you said about the maximizer thing, if you spot a gap and you have an answer, you just want to give it to people. Yes. You just want to say, of course, I've got it all in Asana. Yes. (laughs) The whole map's in there. Take it. Yeah. Yes. Mm, you have to so, talk to yourself anyway, well thank you so much for having me thank you it was really lovely i think people are going to find it really interesting um i think you're really interesting so i know that other people obviously oh, are going to go oh i want to hear about what she has to say about that 